RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Monday, February 10th, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Picard showrunner Michael Shabon responds to some fan questions. Rebecca Romaine discoveries number one, let's slip that she's working on Star Trek here and there. And Kevin Conway, the actor who portrayed the clone of Kalos, has died. We're catching up on the weekend's Star Trek news, coming up next. Star Trek Picard showrunner Michael Shabon has made the unusual move of responding to fans' criticisms of his show directly on social media. Yesterday morning, Shabon posted a video to his Instagram with the caption, You're a Star Trek fan watching Star Trek Picard. You have questions. Shabon himself did not appear in the video, rather it was a series of text and occasional pictures on a black background. But in the three-minute video, he addressed several of the most controversial issues that fans had brought up from the first three episodes of Picard. Shabon gave a few spoilery explanations for questions such as, what's the deal with Commodore O's sunglasses, and is Raffi vaping? On the subject of starship captain Chris Rios's cigar smoking, Shabon postulated, would you believe synthigars? Shabon also went into some more details surrounding a couple philosophical decisions in the show's production. First, shouldn't Picard, a show set in our future, be more, well, futuristic? Shabon said, we actually thought about this a lot. When you're making a show that's set in the future, you have to ask yourself constantly how people will be meeting daily needs and performing everyday tasks. One guiding principle is that some fundamental objects and tools evolve in ideal form. Efficient, economic, comfortable, durable, practical, effective, useful, and afterward change very little, except as subject to fashion, which itself is also retrospective. Certainly any human civilization in which all the objects and appurtenances of everyday life were brand new, of recent invention, and thoroughly contemporary in design, would be fairly unprecedented. Shabon also had a few choice words to say about swearing in Star Trek. Listen, no human society will ever be perfect, because no human will ever be perfect. The most we can do, and as Star Trek even reminds us, must do, is aspire to perfection, and work to make it so. Until that impossible day, stuff is going to continue to happen, and when it does, humans are going to want to swear. The absence of swear words in Star Trek was never a matter of Federation principle, it was a matter of FCC rules. Writers of previous eras had no choice, they were censored. Swearing is one of humanity's most ancient, sensible, and reliable consolations, Personally, I would consider any society that discouraged, banned, or abandoned the use of curse words to be a dystopia. 
And yes, I've edited the swear words out of Shabon's explanation because I prefer to keep them out of Daily Star Trek news. A certain amount of irony intended there. Now, it's clear that Shabon takes his duty of care seriously when it comes to Star Trek Picard. His responses to fan criticisms are clear, well-researched, and respectful. At the end of the video, he thanked the fans, saying, That is all for now. Thank you for caring so insanely much. See you around the Alpha Quadrant. The first three episodes of Star Trek Picard are now streaming on CBS All Access. Star Trek Discovery's number one, Rebecca Romaine, has let it slip that she's still involved with Star Trek. How involved, though, is anyone's guess. Romaine, who started her career as a fashion model, recently launched her own line of jewelry, Charlie Dolly. Fashion magazine The Daily Front Row interviewed Romaine at her home for the launch, which is when she briefly mentioned Star Trek. The Daily Front Row asked Romaine about what else she was up to in addition to her new jewelry line. She pointed out that she's the host of a show on Hallmark Channel called The American Rescue Dog Show, which airs in mid-February. And then Romaine said, I've also been working on Star Trek here and there, but I can't really talk about that. There certainly has been high demand for a Star Trek Discovery spin-off that would feature Romaine's character number one, along with Anson Mount's Captain Pike and Ethan Peck's Spock aboard the Enterprise. There's even been some notice from producers that the demand is there. At San Diego Comic-Con last July, Star Trek boss Alex Kurtzman said he would think about a dedicated Pike-Spock number one show. So far, we haven't heard any official indication that such a show is in the works, but Romaine's statement certainly lends hope to the idea that there is. If you'd like to see Romaine in action as number one, you can watch the whole second season of Discovery on CBS All Access now. More news in a moment, but first, a word from me. I know that you know that the best place to listen to the latest Star Trek news daily is right here on Daily Star Trek News. But did you also know that you can get the latest Star Trek news daily straight to your inbox? Every day in the Daily Star Trek Newsletter, a name I did not come up with myself, but that I was understandably eager to adopt. (laughs) Every day in the Daily Star Trek Newsletter, you can get the day's stories sent straight to you for you to peruse at your leisure. Can't listen to the show? Well, now you can read it instead. Daily Star Trek News has you covered wherever you need it. To sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter, just head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact and use the subscription form to sign up. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Star Trek actor Kevin Conway has died. Deadline reported that his death on Wednesday, February 5th from a heart attack was confirmed by his publicist. He was 77. Conway portrayed the clone of Kalos in the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 6 episode, Rightful Heir. In that episode, Worf discovers that the monks of the planet Boreth, which was also seen in Star Trek Discovery as the home of the Time Crystals, had used Kalos's DNA to create a clone, which they claimed was the real Kalos brought back from Stovacor. 
While the clone was eventually discovered, he was still considered a valuable leader and served as a moral leader for the Klingons from that point on. While Conway himself never reprised his role in Star Trek, his character was nonetheless pivotal and was referred to several times in Deep Space Nine. Outside of Star Trek, Conway had a film, television, and stage career that spanned decades. His first on-screen role was as Roland Weary in 1972's Slaughterhouse-Five. One of his most memorable roles was Sergeant Buster Kilrain in 1993's epic Gettysburg, a role he reprised in 2003's follow-up, Gods and Generals. Please join me in sending condolences to Conway's family. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and this week's Trek trivia. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network